two points: uh, the long-term capital management, two Nobel laureates, and they right. they ruined it, right? Right. There was Scholes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Black uh, Scholes, uh, who is uh, the Black Scholes model? And the model itself was very basic and rudimentary, and right. The model itself is actually it, it is it is for the option pricing. It's a pricing model. Hmm. Hmm. But most of these crises happen because of leverage and they're, they're, it's excess loans and when you cannot pay back a loan, they call it an economic crisis. But the reality is it is a banking crisis and, and they never bail out the small depositors, they bail out the, uh, the bankers themselves. In reality, they should allow the banks to collapse and, and the depositors should be bailed out because that's the rule, that's what the insurance scheme is about. They claim, the FDIC insurance in US claims that the deposits up to a certain amount, they are, they are guaranteed. Uh, second comment about the gold. Mm, the gold bond is also a con uh, whole idea of Western construct or Christian construct to take gold from Hindus and keep it centralized so that they can just uh, take it away like they did in Egypt or Libya. And, and in 1930s from India. So we, uh, the Hindus should never let their gold be with government. That it should correct. only be with their households. So not only in 1930s, they did this in 1854. They took away the gold from us, and then they, when we when we saved in silver, they took away the silver from us in 1890s. That's correct. So I have two or three questions. And uh, first is when we see this, when we say that, as in, you know, these are the global economic theories which are consistently are working against Indian uh, Indians and Indian, uh, you know, looting India continuously. So whenever we discuss this, there are I am part of you know lot of um, financial market professionals, and uh, I work in that industry, but we don't have alternative as an alternative theory to propose what could be successful other alternative model to show showcase the uh, to showcase them or maybe to to other countries do we have it yes we have it okay it's the, the second, model yeah and second is uh, how do we how do we the you know make a theory out of it so that we propose it okay and third question is when you see uh, remove the gold controls. So what we have seen is over the last 10, 15 years, consistently our uh, gasoline, petrol consumption, oil demand is increasing. And when we look at the balance of payment, oil and gold imports are the big drag, which you know drain our forex. And most of other, we are such a lucky country. We have so much of surpluses in agriculture, in other, you know, commodities, whichever, whatever we require, right. except for coal. But we import a lot of oil, import a lot of electronics and uh, gold. Right. So that is what the thought process to put, you know, tax on, you know, go, importing the gold. So right. when do you say remove gold control, what do you mean by that? Okay. Very good. Thank you. So the first one is about your economic theories affecting India. And the, you, we have to know that the effect, the effect on India is intentional. Because their systems, they know it will collapse. They, their theories they keep writing, whether, it, whether the cycles, are, they even call it cycles. So they are acknowledging that their, their system is flawed. 
So it is going to collapse and they are looking at solutions and one of the solution is why not India? India has a huge population, why don't we transfer our paint to India? So this is exactly what they do. So it's intentional. It's been intentional for 300 years. Now you talk of a theory, we don't need to theorize this. In practice, we have a Swadeshi system, this obsession with an economic theory and building it, building a theory, it's not going to work. No theory is going to work, like you cannot create some rules and say the, the world will behave according to some rules. You can, you can try to look at the world and you can capture it. But you cannot build a system, a theory and hope the world will follow. That's, that is exactly the reason it collapses and along with the centralization. And our method has always been a decentralized method. So we have to go back there. We have to go back to the decentralized method and that is the way to, to do it. And in terms of gold, what, we, what I mean is not just remove the taxation, it should also be allowed as a currency. And the reason for this is, the reason that Indians go for, for importing gold is because we don't trust the Indian currency. They keep printing it, it keeps depreciating, that is the reality. And if you cannot afford a large piece of land, at least you can afford a small piece of gold. So the, the problem is not with gold, the problem is why is it that the Indian currency keeps depreciating? Because we follow the Western economic models. That is the reason. And other countries like Switzerland have tried, like uh, tying it to gold, it's, it's worked wonderfully for them. But they've taken it out now and then they went back to it. So they took it out because they wanted to join the European Union. So there are, that's going on as well, it's not working out. It was better with gold for them. So India can do that too. And our wisdom is that we naturally go for it. That gives more stability. So the stability in the system, I think is more important than the so-called growth. And rather than get easy money and build a business and then file, quickly file for bankruptcy, why not put in hard work and build a business that is stable? How do you relate gold monetization scheme? Taking away gold from institutions, temples, people, in all this context. Yeah. How yeah. do you see it? Yeah, it's wrong. First of all, the temples being managed by the government is wrong. So right there is a problem. Under, uh, under fair circumstances, Temples will be managed by Hindus and Hindus will be using this for charity work. The temple itself will have a place they, where, where they encourage fine arts. They will have a, a place for feeding the poor. And they will have educational institutions and hospitals. So that's not being done. Instead, they just hold this and they grab it. But you are specifically talking of Padmanabha Swami temple, I, I guess. And that's a special case because that's, that's one case. But in general, if you look at the general case, the, the government is not supposed to be taking it and issuing paper. They should not do that. The government should not be interfering in Indian, in Hindu temples. My question is, uh, like um, you said, uh, you know, they don't want free people, they don't want independent, strong people, and they want to control Indian people. Uh, what I see, what I traveled to Kerala and across the country in the last few years, they, something silently is happening that our poor people are being controlled through, you know, like simple drugs like liquors and uh, your tambaku and, uh, you know, simple things are actually making us empty. Right. And rich people are equally uh, drowned in, uh, you know, drugs like Punjab, right. rich, rich places right. and um, uh, Gadwal, 
where people came from defense forces and across the country something silently is happening where our food habits unquestionably being are emptied you know we are using pressure cookers and we are using fast quick ovens and all these things <laughs> and uh, so uh, you have actually gone to the depth uh, in economic per se but we need strong security things you know like mossad and uh, cia and uh, kgb we need to do some resolute action you know like uh, you know till the time you don't have fear you can enter and play with me uh, with my house right and if you have fear that you can get killed for doing something sinister in right. my house right then if you come for business then you come for business you are welcome as a guest right so i think uh, everything is very interrelated and something sinister is going on across the country because we say we are hindus and we are demanding our rights and all that right. but in practice we are uh, uh, muftis and padris right we are uh, we are ashamed of our roots and we don't want to practice our dress and all these things which are related to prana Correct. and urdhvagati and strength right we are not practicing which makes us strong right and i'll add a couple of points to that as yes. well what is you you're welcome what? i know you have sure certain things to add you know? right so one is the liquor you said you know the liquor being sold by tamil nadu government or whatever it should not even be there it should not even be allowed and and the reason and one one argument we could make from the legal side is the directive principles of the constitution they say that we will move away from liquor and so the government is consciously going against what is in the directive principles because knowing well that it cannot be challenged legally there's a clause out there where directive principles are cannot be challenged but whatever it is they are going against it the other as you said they want to uh, you mentioned they want to control indian people that is correct human capital is being degraded right but it's also true in the us they already control the us population like 47% of us is on welfare and they want it like that because tomorrow they don't want a revolution so the other if, if, without that without bribing a part of the population to be their reserve army there will be a revolution in the us but now they are all content their bellies are full and the other person makes millions of dollars one point i have to make is about the rbi one one possible solution for rbi rather than talk about whether they should be autonomous or not why not just abolish the rbi and put the interest rates back in the hands of money lenders let them decide it we don't need one single interest rate which is centralized way of thinking and rbi itself came from uh, with the uh, from the imperialists the whole idea of uh, rate of interest and the determination the process of determination of rate of interest uh, we have been constantly opposing the uh, why why rbi has been deliberately trying to keep the rate of interest high in fact uh, i am with you for, on this issue that rate of interest if if there is no central bank the rate of interest can be left onto the market forces for the local people to right. decide but uh, uh, so far as the rbi deliberately trying to keep the rate of interest high and uh, trying to dampen the uh, investment climate in the country so that is also is a bad idea in fact there is no reason why they should keep it high in fact uh, all these years the, all the uh, estimations by uh, Uh, by the rbi and um, monetary policy committee have always been going wrong 
Uh, every time they say that uh, uh, next time the inflation can be higher, but uh, every time the rate of is low. It's one direction too. So, and, and the same point, I, I mentioned that Mahathir Mohammed asked the same question. Why are you raising interest rates for us, but when the Western countries have a bad economy, you lower it? Question here on just completely disbanding the RBI. It seems completely counterintuitive because we've, you know, all grown up on uh, movies which actually depict the extortionist moneylender, you know, who right. basically then enslaves people and then there is. So, I mean, it just seems completely counterintuitive. That's the first part of it, if you can elaborate and help there. And the second is that, you know, I'm not criticizing, I'm saying that the ideas are great. How do you transition at all from, from where we are to, you know, maybe another talk some other time, but if you could actually maybe talk for a few minutes about how does any nation as yeah. vast as India and right. with entrenched in the current economic systems transit to a Swadeshi? Now it's great you asked this question because I should have, I wanted to mention this point as well. The reason for this thought process normally is because we think of the money lender as someone who is brutal and who goes and beats up and gets, gets the money back. But that is really a law and order problem. That is not the rate of interest, how you determine the rate of interest. And they know the local conditions, so they do have some interest rate and we need to figure out how to prevent that kind of stuff. That said, isn't RBI raising the interest rates also a form of extortion because the equilibrium rate is lower, which is why they artificially raise it. That's also a form of extortion. And, and one other thing, we have grown up on RBI, you said, but it's been around only since 1935. It's been around for what, 84 years? And our civilization is thousands of years old. It, it survived without an RBI. Yeah, so uh, the theories that you talked about, most of them have originated in India. Like I reviewed a book by Balbir Sihak just recently and uh, he talked about how uh, chapters of the Arthashastra found themselves in Adam Smith's work, like uh, the four uh, corners of taxation, what how taxation should be, right. and like identifying land, capital and labor as the three sources of wealth, and also uh, how monopolies are bad. So these kind of things have landed in Adam Smith's work and they look like, uh, you know, copies of Arthashastra. So he thinks that a copy of Arthashastra went to Britain where it was copied and obviously there was no reference uh, because Adam Smith used to burn his works. And uh, then again, uh, you talked about Keynes. Keynes worked in India office. India of, office, I had mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, there are instances in India where uh, of, of, of uh, you know, Keynesian spending, like uh, the Nawab of Oudh used to build Imambara in the day and in, at night used to tape for them to, you know, destroy it. And there are also local instances, like if there is a failure of monsoons, people used to give weddings of animals like frogs and all. But this created a local demand uh, because uh, if you conduct a wedding, people of various castes need to be involved for uh, various vocations. Right. And But this was done very decentralized way and right. Keynes just put it in, in the hands of the state. And because state well, is that's very… That's also a flawed way. What he did was to transfer wealth from exactly. India to them and called it a theory. It's not really a theory. It's a theory of how to transfer wealth from exactly. India to And also, state. if you understand… Uh, if I understand correctly, in Protestant theology, state is very sacrosanct because uh, the whole Church of England, uh, the governor is the king. And I mean, like, uh, it, it is based on the model of Israel where uh, the king is everything. Right. So, this state-centric model, I think, uh, 
and uh, they, they some parts were taken from india and just superimposed on along with the right. centralized state right absolutely the abrahamic religions are centralized i think you should write on it because this right. is very interesting the abrahamic religions are centralized so that's correct even the topic of economics is the centralized centralization of ideas and claiming that it's we are experts at it uh, as of idea uh, insurance based healthcare system ye hamar ko suit nahi karta correct huh? this is western idea but uh, as of now hum apne 50 crore logon ko जिनके लिए हमारे को 50 लाख करोड़ रुपया जुड़ते वो तो हमारे पास नहीं है तो इसलिए एज ऑफ नाउ हम अपने 28 करोड़ बी लोगों का या एल के बाकी लोगों का इन 50 करोड़ लोगों को हेल्थ तो प्रोवाइड करना है हमारे को तो देन व्हाट इज द अनदर वे आउट यानी आयुष्मान योजना वेदर यू आर थिंकिंग इट इज अटी बेसिकली वी आर अगेंस्ट द प्रिंसिपल ऑफ दिस इंश्योरेंस बेस्ड हेल्थ केयर राइट but even now what is our can i have a solution as of now can yes, i i can tell you the answer okay. to this the if you if you look at the total expenditure from the government paid to the insurance company the insurance company will charge you the total cost of healthcare plus administrative cost plus their profit so if you get rid of the insurance and directly deal with the patients yourself they so and socialize that you at least get rid of the administrative cost and the profit and loss the profit not loss i mean the profit of the insurance company and it's cheaper to get rid of insurance and directly give them the health care rather than health care insurance because the premium the, the premium will be priced in such a manner that the insurance company is not going to take a loss so it is cheaper to actually deal with it without the middleman uh my question uh, is with regard to uh, cryptocurrency so right now what we're seeing is the state control but anyway the growth of cryptocurrencies worldwide is growing and it's right. becoming a huge big thing bitcoins and that's actually fighting against this if i'm not wrong against the state control okay why should right. the state have the right. monopoly right so what is your view on that do you think that is compatible with uh, indian system if we get into sushma would something like a cryptocurrency or a bitcoin or something work okay i the first time i heard of bitcoin it was 4 4 per bitcoin i think 2010 or 2011 and what you say is absolutely right that it is seen as a, a fight against the state control but is that really true because we don't know that and the other thing is it's not money bitcoin is not money your hard disk can crash and it's gone money, the definition of money is it has to be durable which is why we have gold you cannot have iron pieces it rusts and it goes away so you have gold similarly bitcoin it, it, it's also the other thing is it's controlled actually because electricity and network networks are controlled by the government anyway so it is not a fight against the government no matter how it is presented as and i think the other dangerous part about it is that it's a precursor to a cashless currency system so the cashless currency system is when they can pull the plug and control the people so any system that that can that has a few people controlling the entire population i think we have to oppose yes uh, yesterday that now facebook is proposing to roll out right. uh, cryptocurrency next year yes facebook is part of the establishment so if you if you look at the political power structure of us it is it it has the judiciary it has the legislative branch executive branch that's what they tell us but then it also has some non profit foundations it has facebook it has some um, some banks and it has the universities this is the entire power structure of the united states so we have to be careful if anything comes from mark zuckerberg we have to be very careful about that too
And so you said that you take the insurance com companies out and Ayushman Bharat would help deliver healthcare directly to. But that with that comes all the inefficiency of the government, which is the why we have pathetic hospitals in India. So, I mean, right now Ayushman Bharat is enabling people to uh, a person who earns 20,000 rupees a month go to Fortis Hospital and get insurance for up to 5 lakhs. I, I'm, I'm sorry, i just yeah, I, I, not I, able to. No, I, I, I do agree. We, we have faced the worst of the inefficiencies, especially under the Nehruvian system. So, we, it's, it has made a deep impact on us and we are biased against a government system. But government too will catch up. In, even the private sector used to be bad. It has become very professional. Government too is catching up. And if you look at the government hospitals in the United States, nobody complains. Nobody complains about it. There's no reason that we cannot be at that level. So, of course, it's an expenditure, but but the insurance base, the moment you start underwriting insurance, the cost is going to go up. This is a problem because everyone is under the impression that you, you have insurance, you are just paying a fraction of it. And they are going to raise the cost to whatever they want, then this is exactly what happened in the US as well. Up to 1973, you could go pay $20, meet a doctor and get treated. So, 1973, they had this insurance law. And once insurance came in, it's no longer affordable. So as soon as it came in, people still paid $20 to meet a doctor, but that was the copay. In addition, there was the insurance was uh, the insurance company's payments to the doctors. They, the doctors raised the price as well, because after all, who is paying? It's the insurance company. And then the premiums get priced accordingly. So this is going to happen. As soon as insurance comes in, it's going to be, it's going to blow up the access, the price is going to blow up. And without that, at least the doctors, you meet them at home, they compete with each other and there is a, there is a healthy commerce there. The moment uh, this uh, Ayushman Bharat scheme was uh, announced in the parliament uh, in the budget uh, 2019, uh, we uh, immediately uh, made it very clear that uh, this, is, uh, this should not be based on the insurance model. And uh, based on our suggestions, the government has uh, uh, taken cognizance of uh, that, uh, that objection and now it is not insurance based, it's a trust based model. Okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, in most of the states, which are BJP ruled states, uh, they have followed trust model and uh, in other states also, uh, this this thing is going to change. So it is no longer based on the insurance companies and uh, we should uh, keep on pressurizing the government. In fact, right. th there are some elements in the government, those who are trying to make it mo more insurance based, but actually it is uh, now the trust okay. based model. Uh, one, one feedback I have for, for that point is that I noticed the previous Delhi elections, BJP promised insurance. And India now allows 51% insurance as well. So 51% uh, control for foreign insurance. And the BJP government, BJP promised in Delhi elections that we will have health insurance. So that is something we have to be careful about. My question is, what do you think about the Austrian School of Economics? Like uh, the theories coming from the Austrian School of Economics, there's a lot of decentralization and talks about that. What do you think about that? Yeah, they're good, but you know, we are ahead of them. I think we have to take pride that we are ahead of them. Even Frederick Hayek's claim that, you know, the road, uh, uh, 
wrote to serfdom is paved with good intentions that is based on a statement made by a 19th century British person who saw the condition, he was posted in Ceylon, which is now Sri Lanka, he made exactly the same statement because they had seen what had happened in India. And between Hayek and the Indians, Hayek was opposed to gold. It was, it was, he was for the IMF basket of currencies and 30 years later he realized what's happening and or 25 years later and then he started supporting gold. So he only learnt it the hard way when we as Hindus and Indians have it as inherent wisdom in us. So here I have a question that why did uh, that uh, Britain Woods agreement happen and then US also detached their currency from gold? Because gold as a currency also has a, it is not infinite, you know, source. Right. It's a definite source. You know, we don't find that much of uh, you know, gold mines in India. How much you know gold you right. can just you know import and you know, use it as a backing for currency. Right. Because their system. Definite source. Because their system is designed to collapse. So they, they, so from 1945 to 1970 or 71, what happened is they went into so much debt, it was depreciating. Then France claimed that we want our gold back, we don't want US dollars. That created a crisis. Other countries started demanding, so they pulled it from gold. So it's a bait and switch really, in the sense that they have not kept their promise. They're, all their economic systems are designed to collapse. This is in the context of health insurance. So, it is good to talk about decentralization and so on because you can adapt it to local conditions, etc. But the question becomes, how scalable is that, especially for a large country like India? You know, how scalable would that model be and how many customizations would we have to do? That is a question that needs serious consideration. So, the health insurance was not from the perspective of decentralization. The health insurance was from the perspective of putting the people dependent on the bankers and the insurance companies. And that is the perspective here that the insurance companies want the price of healthcare to be high so that you buy insurance. They don't want it to be low. And if they did not exist, it will be affordable. Doctors will make it affordable. No one is going to keep it out of, out of reach. They will keep it affordable. That's how it's been. We go to the doctor's homes and we give money and we get treated. That will disappear completely with the insurance companies. It's their motive. It's their motive that we need to be careful about. And we have the example of United States. Okay, thank you.